When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome in to the Phoenix Sports Podcast. It's me. It's your girl. DJ Mackie. Kayla Perkins. And the one, the only, Sean DePaz. Yo, yo. Sean, we're out in the wild. We are. It's nice. I'm getting some sunlight. I'm interacting with people. It's a nice change of pace, to be honest. They uh, they let they let us out of our cage. Uh, they let us uh, explore the wilderness. We are yeah. not in the office anymore. It's uh, nice to be... This is our first time doing a remote show. It is. The first time we've ever done TPSP... Um, Outside of the studio. It's, yeah. It's, it's different, but I like it. We're closer weird. to each other than we normally are. I know. Yeah. I feel like I have to look at you now because <laughs> you're sitting right next to me, but I have to remember I have to look at the camera. <laughs> You've ruined the uh, illusion. <laughs> I know. Sorry, everyone. Sean and I are literally sitting right next to each other. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Sean. Oh. Uh, how was your week? Oh, it was a week. Um, we got some, you know, highs and lows, which is not the segment we're doing. <laughs> I know, but, um, you know, sons are doing their thing. Uh, Brennan Fott kind of did his thing. D-Back's still doing their thing. It's, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was a week. It was a little bit. It was a, it was week. a little week. It was a little bit of a week. Um, I want to say hello to our fam in the chat. Hello, Elizabeth, Daniel, Chris, all you guys. CP, 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 Charles 105. Ryan, hello, everyone in the comments. If you're here watching the show, say hi, say hello, say what's up. We love to incorporate you and your thoughts um, as long as they're kind. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, this week was a little rough. It definitely made me want to crack open a Four Peaks beer, um, which I will do after the show, by the I've way. I've already had one. Oh, I, I need to catch up. Coyotes. Yeah, I need to catch up. They got Wowie on tap here at the BetMGM Sportsbook where we are currently sitting, so I'm definitely going to go grab one of those. Um, but there's really nothing better than Four Peaks and Friday, and they just kind of go hand in hand. But if you want to crack open a cold Four Peaks as well, they are sold wherever you get beer. Um, you can follow them on social at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub on Instagram to get all the latest on Arizona's premier craft brewery. And they are also doing something really cool. Four Peaks, four seats. One lucky winner is going to get four seats to an upcoming Diamondbacks game. The tickets come with D-Bucks, so you can get some food, some ice cold Wowie or Hop Knot. You can enter by going to at Four Peaks Brew on Instagram and clicking their link in their bio. Um, check out Four Peaks Brew, like I said, on their Instagram. You must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks responsibly. Also, want to give a sh- quick shout out to our friends at Spaghetti Shack for bringing in some food to the office this week. It saved my life. I was not planning well. I did not meal prep. <laughs> I did not have anything to eat. And then all of a sudden, it's like the heavens opened up it's, it's and cloudy, spaghetti it's was cloudy there. cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not, nothing gives me going like a good meatball. I'll say that. And Spaghetti Shack has... <laughs> 
Tremendous meatballs. They also have good garlic bread. And I mean, it's Spaghetti Shack. You know they got good spaghetti. Yeah. Shout out Spaghetti Shack. Absolutely. Thank you for the food, Spaghetti Shack. Spaghetti Shack is a community-focused to-go pasta concept started right here in Tempe, Arizona by five lifelong friends. They're currently serving Tempe and Queen Creek, and they hope to come to your neighborhood soon. Thanks again, Spaghetti Shack. All right. We got some stuff to talk about. Um, The Phoenix Suns. (laughs) All the Phoenix Suns. My heart. Be still my heart. Um, they're down 0-2 in the series. Yes, they are. Um, it's a little disappointing, to say the least. Not at all what I was expecting, to be honest with you. But they have fallen down to the Nuggets 0-2. My heart is hurting. <laughs> is this what you expected from the series at this point, Sean? Um, I don't know. I... If you had asked me before the series, I probably said that the Suns would have split. But I'm not like I'm not like oh my god, how did we get here? Like it's not. I mean, they were the number one team for a reason. They played yeah. both their games at home and they they won both of them. But it's not that surprising. But like I said, I probably would have predicted the Suns to have stolen one of them, but they didn't. Yeah, They're still alive though. I mean, on paper, the Suns were definitely at a disadvantage, even though they opened as favorites on most sports books, including BetMGM Sportsbook. Um, they're on the road, so they had to take on the number one seed on their number one seeds home court. So obviously that's not something that's going to be in their favor. Um, so it, the, the odds were a little bit against them going into the series. However, I did definitely think at this point, at least we would be looking at a split series. Yeah. Like you said, um, I think if they were going to win any game, it was going to be that second game because Jamal Murray looked like garbage. <laughs> um, and I don't yep. think Jamal Murray is always going to look like garbage. So if there was going to be a time to really take advantage of that, it was definitely game two. Um, and it looked like, for the most part, things were going their way, yeah. and then and then they weren't, and then all of a sudden they weren't. Um, and then Chris, KCP started doing his thing. Yeah. Um, oh my God, Contavious just looked unreal. <laughs> um, yeah, CP3 got hurt in that game. Um, uh, I don't want to say that <laughs> this is like status quo, but oh my it is. God. It is. <laughs> so there was no way they were getting through the playoffs completely healthy. Uh, Gabriel saying uh, summing up perfectly. I still believe. I don't actually. Like, I still believe. I don't really, but I, I, yeah. I still believe. Yeah. Um, I, my heart stopped a little bit when Chris Paul got injured. Um, it was definitely a bummer. And, you know, the, the re- reaction on the internet was interesting because people were like, oh, this always happens. Like, vintage yeah. Chris Paul, like, going out with an injury while the team's down in a series. Like, blah 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 and then some people were like oh we don't need him he's washed he's old and some people were like no this is really bad like I was in the this is really bad camp because you know if you watch the Suns and you watch the way they were playing together like him leaving game two was a lot bigger than I think a lot of people want to talk about he had the ball movement for the Suns going like he was really orchestrating the offense he was getting the ball where it needed to go um you know he's not necessarily the biggest offensive threat at any given moment but like he did provide value for the Suns and there was like a clear difference in the way that they were playing when CP3 was on the court and when he wasn't on the court mm-hmm. um once he left book got tired Katie kept missing buckets the buckets the offense got really stagnant like I think there was a visible difference when CP3 left yeah and I mean it's something that we had talked about a little bit when KD got here is like the chemistry thing I mean you lose your starting point guard that's gonna affect the chemistry um I'm, first off, I'm not here for anyone suggesting that, like, Chris Paul is a quitter or anything like that. I mean, he's 80 years old, and he's been doing this for a minute. And, uh, and I don't know, groin injuries, nothing you can do about that. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, it de- but it definitely, yeah, it definitely had an effect. And, I mean, this is a team that the whole thing we've been talking about with this team, their biggest weakness is their lack of depth, their bench. Yep. Um, and so losing a starter does not help. Now you got to rely on campaign a lot. And 
We will see <laughs> how that goes. We will see. We will see. Um, I think my biggest takeaway from this whole series, though, is Devin Booker cannot be the only one playing no, basketball. He cannot. <laughs> um, it looked it's looked that way for these first two games. Yeah. Like Devin Booker has showed up and has been ready to play each of these two yeah. games. Um, we've gotten like moments from other people, the other like part of the starting five but Devin Booker really to me has been the only person that has come ready to sh- like show up and show out yeah and I mean Katie's been scoring but he yeah. hasn't had one of those games where it's like oh that's a top five player in the history of the game yeah like he hasn't had one of those things where he's just like I'm, I'm taking over yeah I definitely um, agree which I, I mean we know he's capable of and honestly if anything it's almost it's almost good he hasn't done it yet because it's like they still you know they still have a little bit more in the tank there's still there's still a higher gear that they at least on paper can reach um so I, I, but I 100% agree. It can't Devin it can't be a one-man show. Devin Booker is not. And with the kind of player that Jokic is, he's able to get his entire team involved. Yeah. You, you're not going to beat – Devin Booker is not going to go 1v5 on this Nuggets team. Yeah, they, you they, can't. They need more. There's no way. Um, there was a moment in that game, though, in game two towards the end, where it was just Devin Booker and Nikola Jokic going back-to-back mm-hmm. across the court. And I was like, holy shit, like, this is crazy to watch. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, they were yeah. just like – battling it out and it was kind of crazy to see um Devin Booker so far in the series is averaging 31 points seven assists four and a half rebounds 50 percent from the field and 50 percent from three so um he's definitely by far the the one that's performing the best out of anybody on the mm-hmm. roster um and you kind of mentioned already when you were talking about Kevin Durant like is this what you were expecting when the Suns traded for Kevin Durant I know that like and I feel like everyone's gonna be like oh my god what are you saying Kevin Durant's fine like yeah, I know. I'm not saying that Kevin Durant is a bad basketball player like please don't get me wrong here like Kevin Durant is Kevin mother effing Durant but like also like you were saying I don't think we've seen like yeah. a vintage Kevin Durant playoff performance no yet. I mean I guess I can't speak for a lot for all Suns fans but I definitely was in the camp where like you hear Kevin Durant's coming you're like okay this is not necessarily Kevin Durant's team, because even the Warriors teams weren't Kevin Durant's team, even though he right. was the best. But you expected him to be like it was going to be. He was, he was going to be the offense. He was going to be the best player on the team, um, which he hasn't been. And that's not necessarily because he's been bad. Just I just didn't necessarily expect this team to still be all Devin Booker like it was yeah. before KD, mm-hmm. um, kind of. Um, so it definitely was not what I expected. But I'm not it. it and I, want, I don't want to say it's been disappointing necessarily because they've still – Devin Booker's still been putting up points. They've still been scoring. It yeah. just hasn't been as much dominance from KD as you might have expected. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with what you're saying there. Um, you know, if what KD provides to this team is taking pressure off of Book so Book can do what Book does, like mm-hmm. that's great. But I also think there has to be another variable of that piece of what KD is providing to this team. Like yeah, it can't 100%. just be, hey, everyone look at me and defend me. I'm Kevin Durant. Because then all of a sudden people are going to like lose interest in defending Kevin Durant because if Kevin Durant can't score, like why are we guarding but, Kevin Durant? I mean, lose interest in, in, in guarding Kevin Durant, he'll fuck around and drop 50 on your head. So true, yeah. please lose, lose interest <laughs> in guarding Kevin Durant. So obviously game three is tonight. Uh, Chris Paul has already been ruled out as we all expected. Um, I think ESPN had a tweet that said he is um, definitely for sure, probably going to (laughs) definitely for sure, probably (laughs) going to miss game three and game four. Yeah. Game three and game four. Um, He was supposed to be reevaluated in a week from Monday. So this coming Monday, he'll be reevaluated again. Um, It doesn't sound like the groin strain is like a severe injury. Um, obviously that's not a fun injury to play through when you're a basketball player. Cause hello, you kind of need your legs to like move, um, and not be hurt. So, um, definitely going to be missing game three and game four, possibly be reevaluated in time for game five. If we <laughs> get to that point, yeah. um, do you think that the sun's playing at home tonight is going to make a difference for this team? Oh, hundred percent. I mean, first off, I don't think this ever gets talked about enough, but like playing in Denver is 
regardless of the team that's on the other side of the court is a completely different animal just because of the altitude and all that stuff. So I, it does yeah. change a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, the Suns fans, first off, I think they're at a point where they just hate the Nuggets. Um, yeah. And they they want to see a winner. Like they're gonna they're gonna you know they're gonna show out. They're gonna be loud. Um, I, the Valley. This is a Sun City. We all know that. Like the, the, the Valley is gonna be behind the Suns in these two games. Um, I. It's definitely going to make a difference. I, and I mean, I'm not going to sit here and guarantee that they're going to win both these games, but it's it's going to make a difference for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but what, I think it was campaign that said that. It worried me a little bit. I meant to send this to Shane earlier. It worried me a little bit because he was like, "We in the Valley now," and I'm like, "Oh boy, yeah, oh, don't don't say it, don't talk too fast." <laughs> we in Minnesota now. I'm like, "Oh God, oh no, oh no, no, no." <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but still, like they they are at least have the mindset that you know this is things are this is their game now. This is their series now. Um, so I. I Mindset-wise, that's good. Hopefully, it doesn't turn out the way that that one in Minnesota did. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping that – I mean, I definitely think that being on home court is going to provide yeah. that extra energy that the Suns need. The Nuggets fans were ruthless. They were chanting, like, Nuggets in four at the end of game two. Which you should like, know better. You should absolutely know better <laughs> at this point. Um, so, I think, you know, the energy that the Suns fans will bring will definitely be helpful um, I'm interested to see how they compensate for not having one of their starting five out on the court with yeah. them for the entire game. Um, I think that it's going to be another battle for sure. Oh, I think this whole series is going to be a battle. I'm hoping that we get another <laughs> Jamal Murray shit the bed type of game. Yeah, like, say, please, I, so do I, but I, like you said earlier, I don't think you can bank on that. Yeah, like, you can't. You definitely yeah, cannot yeah. bank on that. Um, he looked terrible in game two. I don't what even think. Seven points, nine points, something like that. It was not good. Yeah, it was, it was very, very missed, bad. Like, a lot of every threes. single three he took. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it was good. bad. Um, so I'm just hoping that he decides to do that that is the version he's going to play with tonight. Yeah. Uh, but I still think the Suns get it done i'm gonna ask you for your game three prediction do you think the suns get it done tonight? yeah they i have, think so. they have yeah. to I, uh, this is, I think they have a fire lit underneath most, them yeah it's the most important game they played all year yeah i mean if you lose this the series is essentially over the whole season um, they've had the mentality we don't lose two in a row yeah um, and plus i mean they know damn well that going up to 2-0 doesn't really mean shit like yeah a series doesn't start until the home team loses yeah uh, so the home uh, team hasn't lost yet. I think they have an extra fire underneath them to punch the Nuggets in the mouth. Um, I am a little worried about not having CP3 out there on the court, but, um, you know, <laughs> hopefully, well, <laughs> hopefully see, someone think, decides uh, to step up and play basketball. I think, they'll the go, I think they'll get a win tonight, and I think you'll see someone other than Devin Booker. I mean, Devin Booker is still probably going to be Devin Booker. It's still probably end up being the leading scorer or whatever, but I think yeah. you'll get, you'll get, he'll get some help tonight. Yeah, I hope that Katie um, – feels the energy of the crowd and like uses yeah. that to his advantage and yeah, really first, gets back yeah. into it. Um, I think they win. I think they win the game three. I actually think they win game four as well. I think the series is going to get tied to two and then we're going to go all the way to game seven. So I would like to see it. Call me crazy, but I haven't given up hope yet, even though the comments say it sounds like I have. Um, Jose is saying, your words are saying I haven't jumped shit, but your body language has different. Look, I'm still repping the Suns. I have not given up on this team. I still believe. It's just a little scary when you look at everything that's working against them, but it's fine. It's going to work out. Um, I'm not worried at all. I mean, I can only be <laughs> so confident about a team coming back from 2-0. Like, I believe in the Suns, but I mean... I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna sit here and guarantee they're gonna win this series. Like they're down 2-0 yeah. to the one seed. Like it's not it's not it's not, they put themselves in a very bad situation. So sorry that I am not the yeah. most confident <laughs> that this team is gonna come all the way back. Um, Connor's saying I don't think this bench is enough to be to, enough to be still gotta believe is enough, but is still enough, gotta but believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what we've been. We've been pounding this table this whole time it's, saying we are scared about the sun's depth. Yeah. No, I mean, objectively <laughs> speaking, the bench is not enough. 
Yeah. But is KD and Devin Booker enough to make up for that? And DeAndre yeah. Ayton? Well, that's another thing we still haven't seen, like DeAndre Ayton's dominant playoff game, which yeah. we know he's capable of doing. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Gabriel's saying <laughs> they traded for Hall of Fame Chris Paul, then for future Hall of Fame Kevin Durant, and Booker is still having to carry this team. It's Devin Booker's team. It's kind of crazy, though, when you think about it. Like, I know that CP3 might be like a little smidgen past its prime. Just a little. Is that fair to say? Oh my! He's a little. He's a little past past his prime. prime. Okay, I'm okay. All right, I just want to make sure I'm not going to get canceled. Um, It's crazy to think about that. Like CP3, even though he's past his prime, Kevin Durant, and it's still Devin Booker's team. Yeah. Like that says a lot about Devin Booker. Yeah, and it does. I think it says a lot about who he is, his mentality, the style of game he plays. Um, And in part, where those other two guys are. Chris Paul is old. He's not going to sit out there and just. You know, he's not he's not Chris Paul from ten years ago, and and KD is still KD, but he's not KD. Like he's still older. He's been through a couple injuries, and he obviously has a mindset of like this is Devin Booker's team. Yeah. Um, and he's got a very team first mentality. So uh, do with that what you will, but I. Yeah, it, it it makes sense, but it definitely, like I said earlier, I expected a little more. But yeah, Connor saying rally the valley just rolled out of bed. Let's go! I'm super jealous, Connor. Uh, rally the valley, indeed. Um, Gabriel saying this team is really hard to beat four times, but going down 0 and 2 makes it much easier. I will say, uh, for, I'm knocking on every piece of wood that I can right now. If the Suns get Didn't swept, knock on a single piece of wood in that <laughs> process. For the record, Shane, knock on that table. Shane's got it. He's knocking on wood. If the Suns get swept in the series, I will genuinely be shocked. Like shocked. I'm not. I'm not acknowledging that statement. <laughs> Everyone's so mad at me right now. I'm sorry, but like, I just we have to talk about it because it's. it's we didn't we're have halfway. to. We could have talked about it after they went down 0-3. You know, we didn't have okay. to talk about it. It's fine. Like I said, it's gonna be tied two-two after Game Four. It's gonna be fine. I mean, like I said, like we said earlier, though, they were chanting Nuggets in four, and they should know better. Yeah, so absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully there's some magic karma's there. coming from them. Um, well, guess what, you guys? I have the best news possible for you to kind of clear the air and get the juju back on track. If you want to go to Game Three tonight, you can because our friends at Game Time still have tickets available on the Game Time app for purchase for Game Three. Um, game Time is the absolute best ticketing app for procrastinators like myself because they have so many deals on tickets at the last minute and i would say at this point it's pretty last minute if you're yeah. trying to go to game three <laughs> yeah pretty last minute especially for a playoff game so um, that's why they're amazing if you want to support the suns and you're tired of the hidden cost head on over to game time right now like i said it is the place for last minute ticket deals and it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason and that means it's time for the game time game of the week this week it's obviously game three suns versus nuggets the first home game in the series so sean my question for you is right now if you go over to the game time app and you look up tickets for tonight's game game three and you want to think like okay i don't want to like splurge i'm not going to be sitting like first or second row but i also don't want to be up in the rafters like maybe just like somewhere like a little bit higher in like the first level and it's a playoff game right it's game three so it's it's you know playoff prices a little bit higher of course how much do you think you're going to be spending on like lower bowl but like higher in the section for a game three playoff game lower bowl yeah i mean anything lower bowl i think it's got to be at least 300 350 Ooh, okay right? i mean it's playoff game versus the one seed you would think but if you go over to the game time app and you download it and you create an account and you use promo code phnx you can get lower bowl game three playoff tickets right now for 216 dollars yeah damn you think the phnx sun show can 
produce themselves tonight. So, <laughs> so we can go. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of thinking about Got it. Into a playoff game. Yeah. So lower bowl section 107, row 21, 216 schmackaroonies. Yeah, steal. That is a steal. Um, that's kind of crazy that you can go to a playoff NBA game in the semifinal round for just over $200. Um, but if you also download the app and use promo code PHNX, you get $20 off your first order. So, so it's actually less for under $200. than $200. Damn. For a playoff game. For a playoff game. That is crazy. So snag the tickets without stress with using GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account. Use promo code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets. Lowest prices guaranteed. Um, all right, let's talk about the Arizona Cardinals because yeah. we got some interesting news coming out of Cards uh, Camp this week. I'm so excited about this news. Uh, are you really? Um, because uh, I don't think I am. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Okay. I, don't, well, we'll I was talk saying about that it. sarcastically <laughs> as somebody who could have benefited from him being traded. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is a top three receiver in football, in my opinion. Still, I think he still has the best hands in football. I'm very happy that he's going to be a Cardinal still. Yeah, absolutely. Um, paper, I don't know if I agree with that, but it's okay. We'll talk about it. So um, against everyone's like better judgment, yeah. uh, my Despite mama, my grandmama, odds. my uncle, my dog, my <laughs> third cousin twice removed, like everyone thought Andre D-Hop Hopkins was, was getting traded. Yeah, he was going to Buffalo or KC or something like Seriously, that. Seriously, there was so much speculation about him and him getting traded before the NFL draft. He was linked to Buffalo. He was linked to Baltimore. He was linked to Kansas City. Von Miller was on a campaign trail trying to get homie up to Buffalo with him. Like Bill's legend, Von Miller. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I hate you so much. I'm not talking about it. We're not going there. Um, but, like, everyone thought it was yeah, a done no, deal. It seemed done. I mean, up until draft day, uh, draft night, in the middle of the draft, when we got that that quote from Monty that he wasn't going to be traded that night. I, everyone was on the opinion that he was going to be traded, not necessarily during day one of the draft, but during the NFL draft. And obviously, like I said, Monty came out, said he wasn't going to be. Um, and now we're here. Yeah, now we're here. Um, and it's not like he did much to help the rumors. Like, he hasn't really been in Arizona. No, yeah. He wasn't at the new uniform reveal party. Yep. Um, so it kind of was like, okay, like, he's not here. He's not at the uniform reveal thing. It, it, there's no way he's staying. Like, it's, no. it's a done deal. Um, well, we were all wrong. <laughs> yeah. He stayed. Um, he is still an Arizona Cardinal, despite For what now. everyone and their mama was thinking. He also did something very interesting, and he took to Instagram earlier this week and posted a story, uh, a little video, and uh, we'll just play it for you. I see everybody telling me to stay. Who said I want to go? Who said I wanted to leave? I'm out here working, baby. I'm out here working, I'm out baby. Here working, baby. <laughs> so are we, D Hop. Um, <laughs> We're doing. We are working just as hard as DeAndre Hopkins is, I'm sure. So obviously, he posted that to his story. He tagged Phoenix, Arizona, in the mm-hmm. ca- in like the little like sticker. Um, he said, "I see everybody telling me to stay. To say, who said I want to go? Who said I wanted to leave? D Hop." <laughs> Everybody said he wanted to leave. Yeah, but I think that's his point. He's like, you but heard like, it from all these other people. You didn't hear it from me. Don't you think that that started from somewhere, oh, though? Oh, yeah. No, I definitely like, think they were Like, it's not a... like we're just like, let's get rid of D-Hop for no, fun. No, I don't think this came out of complete nowhere. Like, I think there was a good chance that they were going to, to shop. Or I think they were shopping him, right? Like, I think there was a good chance that he, he was going to be traded. They they felt fielded calls. Like, there, a bunch of reports came out. Yeah. Um, and a, a lot of them from actual credible um, sources, unlike a lot of the people that like to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, no, there was something. There, there's definitely something to it. But I, I, you know, I don't necessarily think. I don't. I, I think those those two things can 
exist at the same time. I think I think there could That's be fair. truth that there was a possibility of D Hop wanting to leave, and deep down, he never really wanted to leave. Yeah. Um, but if you look at like where this team is, though, it makes sense why he wouldn't want to yeah. leave, and why I also didn't blame him because why don't he wouldn't want to leave, or why he why wouldn't. he would sorry why he would want to leave. Why we don't know. Leave, yeah. yeah, who's gonna throw to him? No, we don't 100%. know. He's nobody the knows. He's older. One hundred percent. Like I, I one hundred percent understood if would have understood if he wanted to end yeah, up. Yeah, and I wouldn't have blamed him. Like he's older. He wants to win a championship. And your starting quarterback's gonna miss a portion of the season. Yeah, at least you don't know who's gonna be throwing to you. If it's gonna be Colt McCoy or a rookie that they draft, like you don't know. We have no idea who's gonna be throwing to DeAndre Hopkins. Homie what's wants to win up. What's the what's the who was the quarterback they drafted? I cannot even tell you. It, I can't remember his name. I don't even know. I don't. It was like they drafted him late. <laughs> Um, but he went from the Houston Texans. Okay, it's not like they're like the best organization on the face of the planet. Although at the time they were, they were, uh, they were uh, okay the, at football. But yeah, still didn't win a championship. Yeah, no, you're familiar, um, yeah, Then they went to the Cardinals, who <laughs> dysfunction is kind of like their middle name at this point. The Arizona Dysfunction Cardinals. Clayton um, Tune. <laughs> that's right. I knew he. Tune. I knew he had some kind of goofy ass name. Um, so like, I wouldn't have blamed him if he wanted to leave. I think yeah, it makes no, sense. He wants to win a championship. He's top five wide receiver, five, 10 I, wide receiver. Of I all time. rate him higher than I think the general public does. Okay. So, but, oh wait, you said all time. Yeah. Oh my. Oh, oh no. Boy, that's not a conversation we can get into top right 15? now. <laughs> that's not a conversation <laughs> we can get into right now. Okay. Well, anyway, he's a good wide receiver. Yeah, he, yeah, for he, sure. wants, he wants, he's, <laughs> he's top five in the league right now. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Right now. Um, so I wouldn't have blamed him if he wanted to leave, but he's still here. Um, it's not necessarily like he has monetarily a reason to leave. Like his contract is pretty good. He signed a two year yeah, contract extension. Yeah. yeah he, I mean, he's going to get paid. So it's not like he's on a dysfunctional team and then also not getting paid. He's getting paid. He signed yeah. a two year contract extension that will keep him with the Cardinals through 2024. The extension was an additional two years, $54.5 million contract with a $27.5 million signing bonus. Um, and then in this year, in 2023, Hopkins will earn a base salary of $19.45 million. So it's not like he's on a dysfunctional team and also getting paid like shit. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess if you're looking at it from that lens, I think, you know, him saying it is what it is. Um, but then a day or two ago, Ian Rappaport went on the Pat McAfee show and he kind of, I don't think he dropped a bomb, but he has a little bit more insight than some of us do. So this is what Ian Rappaport had to say. We thought D-Hop would be traded by... Then somebody took it on the shins on the internet because yeah. it did not happen by the draft. Uh, what do you think happens with D Hop, and when did that come to be? You think? And we saw the video that he released. Is Arizona? Are they just back? We're good. Uh, was it Pac-Man who took it on the shins? Yeah, yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, and yeah. why you gotta do that? Yeah, why you gotta? So, so no. Here's what I would say. No, here's what I would say. You should not have taken it on the shins. Ooh. I mean, obviously he didn't get traded, but there was a chance he could have. There were obviously conversations. Oh, yeah. It did not happen. Okay. But it's not like you were, I mean, it's not like you were wrong. Yeah. There was certainly possibilities, different places he could have been traded. I mean, yeah. there were times when I get thought Get off his get back. Yeah. Yeah. Get off Pac's back. Like D-Hop yeah. said he never was going to get traded. D-Hop said, I love uh, Arizona. Say he never, like, never said he wanted to leave Arizona. Well, all right. Let's just let's just move past all that. <laughs> what, what was the... Just hey, you are right, Pac, Pac, You're in the insider game. That's right. Yeah. You're in a swing. This didn't happen this time. Next time it's going to be awesome. So, look, it sounds like... It sounds like everyone has kind of usually when these things don't happen by the draft, these sort of big moves, like maybe they pick up again if someone else like loses a receiver or something in August or July. But 
usually by the time the draft ends, like that's kind of you'll add maybe a free agent or two, but usually it's kind of set. So I would say like based on the conversation where it is, like it seems like they're moving forward together. All right. Well, that's great news. We appreciate you joining us and your time off here. You doing any TV at all? When's the next time you'll be uh, maybe tasting food and judging it? Ooh. Uh, so it sounds like he's, he's staying, yeah. like he said. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, he, he said what I kind of just said. Obviously, he knows things, and I was just speculating. But, like, <laughs> um, like there, there, it was not like this was came out of nowhere. Like, there yeah. was a very real chance that he got traded. Yeah. And he didn't. That's, these things are fluid. Like, relationships change, all that kind of stuff. Circumstances change. I, yeah, I mean, I think I, I do genuinely think there was a chance that he was going to leave, and now he's not, and he's he's embracing that, and I think that's all you really can do in that situation. Yeah, I think my biggest thing with this is like it's just a mismatch of timelines. Like, yeah, no, if uh, we had Kyler Murray going yeah. into the season, I would be so jazzed for, and I don't even like obviously if Kyler Murray was healthy, we wouldn't even be having this conversation about D Hop getting traded because there'd be no reason for him to be. But like, I just think it's mismatch timelines now. Like, the team is obviously like not necessarily rebuilding, but like kind of rebuilding because like they don't really yeah. have their starting quarterback. It's a play it's a retooling and so like it doesn't really make sense to have d hop on the roster in my opinion because there's so many unknown variables they're kind of retooling like and so i kind of would have preferred the cardinals to trade d hop honestly because i think if they could have gotten good return out of it it would have been worth it because the timelines don't match like d hop wants to win a championship now the cardinals are not winning a championship yeah, now like no 100 <laughs> like it makes yeah i 100 agree with you from that perspective I, i'm looking at this at this more from like a I don't know, uh, kind of like an organizational slash fan perspective. Like, f first off, as fans, there's not a whole lot to be excited about going into the season. Obviously, your starting quarterback is hurt. You've lost. The roster has had a bunch of turnover, obviously. Well, I mean, there's new coach. There's stuff to be excited about in that regard. But, like, D-Hop is, like, the one thing coming into the season where if he's playing and he's healthy, you're like, okay, like, that is – we have a guy on this team who is a who is one of the best at his position in the entire league. And then from, obviously, an organizational perspective, you're not going to have Kyler out there selling tickets. You probably – you might not have Buddha <laughs> out there selling tickets. Like it, I just got a visual of Kyler Murray standing outside Safe Park Stadium trying to I need sell tickets. tickets. <laughs> I need tickets. Um, <laughs> Sorry. But, you know, like, like D-Hop is the star of this team for right now until yeah. Kyler comes back. Like they, So they need him from that perspective. And I, I do – I think – D Hop is a good dude. Like he seems like the kind of guy who would enjoy, um, you know, just he who could embrace this kind of role, whatever that role is. Yeah, but I just don't see any value of him no, being I, here right I, now. Again, like if they I could agree. have traded him and got something really like, even mediocre I, in return. I 100 agree. I mean, the 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 value in that is that when Kyler does come back, he has somebody to throw to. Yeah. Um, and it seems like they are taking great efforts to make to keep Kyler happy. Yeah. Um. And B, I think whether it's Clayton Toon, uh, I, I feel like they're probably going to go Clayton Toon. Like you might as well throw the rookie out there at first. Like I mean, it's, Cole it's, McCoy is like hanging on by a thread. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like and I don't want anything to do with David Blau. Like, it, <laughs> but regardless, like if you if you don't want to completely punt on this season, like you need that you need that guy where you like throw it up there. He's going to catch it for those lower tier quarterbacks yeah. while you're waiting for Kyle to come back. So I understand from all of that why they would want to, but I agree from. It, he never won Super Bowl with D Hop. Yeah, that's not happening. They mm -hmm. could have, they could get something for him, and he has a chance to go win a ring somewhere else. I understand that, but I, 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 there's plenty of reasons I think alternatively for them to want to keep D Hop. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, if we're really playing the long game here and we're trying to keep Kyler Murray happy, and Kyler Murray behind the scenes was like, I want D Hop to stay yeah. because like I'm aiming for like a really late season comeback, then like 
or or maybe an earlier season coming. Like, we don't really yeah. know when he's coming back. It seems like he's been there kicking rumors, rehab's like, ass. Like some rumors in like October. It, like I yeah. seen October thrown and, out and there. And if that happens, like you get a few people, the coaching, like if the coach, if Cliff and that coaching staff was really the problem last year. This season doesn't have to be a complete like throwaway, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I know, considering the picks that you have, like there's there's definitely a benefit to tanking in this. Season, <laughs> but I don't think you know we don't do that. Like they don't they don't tank. Players don't tank. They want to win. Um, and I think there's a chance that they can have an okay season, a, a season that gives them something to build on for next year. Yeah. With D Hop and Kyler. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I guess I guess I guess we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is we a big see. we'll see, a big question mark. But yeah, I'm um, I'm interested to see what the Cardinals do. Try to stop gap in time for Kyler yeah. to make it back. Which, we'll by see. the way, again, these are just reports, rumors swirling around that like October is like a possible yeah, I, timeline for return. That would be nuts. Yeah. That would yeah. be wild. Um, which I almost kind of think um, you kind of. I don't know if you want that as a Cardinals fan because, like, I, I you obviously want your quarterback to take all the time he yeah, needs to, like, get yeah, 100%. Healthy, yeah, yeah. But there's so much negativity around Kyler Murray and his attitude. And, like, when the yeah. reports first came out of him saying, like, I want to make sure I'm 100% and I'm going to take my time to make sure I'm 100%, everyone's like, oh, he sucks. He's lazy. Yeah. He's taking his time because he's selfish. He doesn't want to come back and play football. Like, and just throw like the whole thing the away. Like, in reality. And like, it does. So, it like, seems like he's trying to get back as fast as he can i don't know if there's like an extra like fire under kyler to come back early yeah. to just shut everyone up about him being lazy and not caring and like not Kyler's wanting to come a back winner dog like he likes yeah. winning he's been doing it his whole life in multiple lost. sports like <laughs> i don't i don't buy like obviously there's things about his his attitude his personality or whatever but i don't buy the idea that he doesn't care yeah. or he's disinterested yeah, i don't I buy that he wants to get back on the field i genuinely believe that and i think you will you'll see that but the big question is is he going to be himself and so yeah, i do agree that you need to take it he needs to take his time come back at 100 but i do not doubt that he wants to be out there yeah absolutely i agree so i guess we'll see um he might i don't know he's allowed to now right I take some so. ogs i think they're allowed to take ogs now the yeah. nflpa yeah. kind of yeah, change yeah, 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 yeah. um in his help rehab, with the rehab. Yeah. So <laughs> help with the, the rehab with the, the ogs happy balance the, the, the get the cbd help some of that knee pain oh there you go yeah that's a great i listen <laughs> this is so embarrassing i need a happy balance cbd because i like did some intensive spring cleaning and i was reorganizing my closet and you can tell that i don't actively like work out or move my body because i hurt mac, mac <laughs> lifts one finger and she's she's 10 day like, IL. i am so sore right now my back hurts my quads hurt and i was literally moving clothes boxes <laughs> um i thought i was got I, I woke up and i felt like i got hit by a truck um, and oh i was just God. reorganizing my closet so i think i might need to get into the gym but well in the meantime i will take a happy balance strawberries and cream cbd to thc ratio og's gummy to help with the pain mm-hmm. <laughs> That's terrible. That's a choice. I'm sorry. I know, guys. It's really bad. Um, so you can check out OGs and grab a Happy Balance. They also have their Aquaberry Sleep Edition, which is a CBN and a THC ratio gummy. Um, the CBN compound helps with rest and relaxation. They also just have like your normal sativa uh, and indica gummies. The orange creamsicle sativa. Oh, fire me up. It's so good. Um, if you want to get in on any of this OG's action, you can find them at your local dispensary at ogsbrands.com, but you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Yeah. All right. Um, let's round out the show with a little bit of Arizona Diamondbacks talk because it's baseball season, yeah. obviously. And Brandon Fott made his debut finally. Um, I think it was probably one of the most highly anticipated major league debuts in the Diamondbacks farm system. Um, he's been one of the top Diamondbacks pro- 
pitching prospects for a while. Um, it was really highly anticipated by fans. Um, he had 50 people, by the way, in attendance yeah. at his debut on May 3rd in Texas. So his friends, his family, his high school pitching coach, like everyone was out there. It was really like hyped up. Um, the graphic we made went viral. Like everyone was talking about this. He went out there and kind of flopped a little. Uh, kind of lit. it was good for a little bit and then it got started not good, so good. <laughs> it got really yeah. bad um he finished his debut pitching four and two-thirds innings with nine hits seven earned runs one walk and three strikeouts mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. it wasn't great no it wasn't great i do think that stat line's a little misleading i think tory left him in the game a little longer I than he should have because he, he wanted to get him that win in his debut which yes. i i respect i could i completely appreciate i i am fine with you and obviously they ended up winning that game anyways so yeah. i am fine with you uh, I, I, I kind of risking the win to give this kid a, a once in a lifetime opportunity I'm fine with that. It's part of why I love Tori. Yeah, so the Diamondbacks did win the game 12-7, to so obviously all the runs in that game came from Brandon Fott um, that the Texans scored. Texans? <laughs> the Rangers scored. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, we were talking about the Texans last night. But the Rangers scored. All of those came from Brandon Fott. They did win the game. Um, I definitely agree that Tori left him in the game way too long. Yeah. Um, definitely a mismanagement for sure. I'm not usually very critical of Tori Lovello because I think he is the manager that this team needs but that was one of those yeah. decisions where i was like tori but it's 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 a little different for me because there's other managers uh looking at you aaron boone of the new york <laughs> yankees who like just don't know how to manage pitchers or manage a bullpen here i think even tori knew he probably should have taken fought out and if this was his fifth sixth career start he would have been taken out earlier but yeah. i do think it was genuinely just he wanted to give him that opportunity to win which like i said i can appreciate i don't really have a problem with it yeah absolutely um i think Looking at his whole performance, I think command was definitely the issue. He was all over this place. Like, he could not locate his pitches to save a life. Um, So the good thing about command is it's normally one of those things that's a little bit easier to fix. And a lot one of those things that has, like, more variables that come into it. So, like, nerves. Yeah, that's about, yeah. Just getting used to the new MLB MLB lineup that you're going against. And and also, let's not forget the fact that the Texans are one of the best offenses in baseball right now. Like, they are on fire. They are very, very good. Texans, I just said Texans again. The (laughs) Texas Rangers are one of the best. Texas Rangers. Jonah Heim is, like, the best catcher in baseball right now they yeah. they are what what shane's gonna say something hold on you were just flaming jonah heim so hard in the office two days <laughs> ago yeah because i don't like him but exposed statistically speaking he is one exposed. of the best catchers you're like he's the most overrated catcher in no the MLB. i wasn't saying that you were saying that he's bad on on, on defense and he goes, drag him I, that was not drag me him. I, we'll have a conversation <laughs> you were flaming him i did not say that about heim i did not yes you were Uh-oh. oh i know what you're talking about yeah i know what you're talking about it's he's not a good um uh, catching guys at stealing. He's he's below average at that. That's the stat I was looking at. I do remember that. Cost stealing above average on baseball savant. Great stat. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, I forgot. I totally forgot we were just talking about because that uh, sidetracked me so fought, bad. Fought, you have to remember that. He, he, yeah, his command was a problem, but he was going against a really good offense. Yes, a really good offense. He was probably super nervous. I can't yeah. even imagine. And he knew um, he had a big crowd there watching him. Big crowd watching them. First Major League debut. So I'm sure there was a lot of factor that went into some of those command issues yeah. that I think that if that's the problem, I think that's not really something to be overly worried no. about because it's the, probably one of the easiest things about pitching yeah. that you can fix. And it's also, it's his first career start. And Anything yeah. that happened, I wasn't going to put that much stock into it because, yeah. I mean, Tyler Gilbert threw a no-hitter in his first career start. We basically haven't seen him since. So. Yeah. Well, that's what's going to be my next question is how worried are you about this performance? Are not, you reading anything into no, it? No, not at all. Okay. Um, I, like I said, I, or like you mentioned, I think the control thing is definitely uh, fixable. I do think nerves probably had an effect in it. And it's not like a position player where, you know, you can get called up 
spend a couple days with a team, maybe get in a, a pinch hit and kind of settle in. He flew. To, he got to Texas by himself. He was waiting for the team to get there, and then he Poor just guy. he pitched. Like <laughs> and then it, he pitched. It, it it is. It was a different situation. He didn't really have time to settle into that situation, and he was on the road. Yeah, it's a lot to go through for a young kid. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not concerned at all. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not either because his stuff isn't the issue. Like he has a really yeah. good pitching repertoire. He is the type of pitcher though that has to locate to mm-hmm. be successful. Like he does have to have good command in order to be successful, and he did do that well in the minors. Like he did have really good command yeah. all the way up through the minors. I mean, he got, um, he's in the he's, he got to the majors for a reason. Yeah. He, he wasn't like he, he sucked sure. his way through minor league baseball yeah. to get here. Um, I think also his biggest upside is he has such a good slider. Um, it is a beautiful pitch. It has like this crazy spin. I don't know. It just it's, like, breaks downward. It's so good. Um, there's not a lot of people that can pitch a slider like Brandon Fott can. So I think that's a huge upside. If you want to learn more about the slider, go watch the Diamond Mind. Yeah. That Jesse mm-hmm. put out. Just search Brandon Fott. I'll put it on the YouTube channel. Yeah, so, but we'll put it in the chat. Very good. Uh, it's a great video breakdown that such. Jesse Friedman did on him. Um, he has an elite, he, an elite slider, and not a lot of people can throw that like he can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, his stuff is not the problem. The command was the problem, and I think it's going to be okay because I think he can fix it. There was probably just a lot of external factors going on that made him yeah. super nervous, which is totally like relatable. Yeah, but ultimately, it's good because he did that, and he got out of it without a loss. He's still 0-0. Yeah, the, the offense picked, his, picked him up, so... That's all you can really ask in that situation. Yeah, I a thousand percent agree. So I'm not counting the Diamondbacks out yet, um, I, or Brandon fought out yet. Yeah. Uh, the Diamondbacks are oh, still a wagon. Yeah. Um, also, finally, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, MLB released their pitcher rankings through the season so far, and finally, Zach Gallen got the flowers that he freaking deserves. They have him as number two on their list right now. Behind, you know, you remember who it was? Uh, the Yankees puncher. Okay, yeah, he deserved that. Garrett Cole's really good. <laughs> really good up. Um, but yeah, I mean, Zach Allen is a dog. We knew that. Shocker. So very proud of Zach Allen and finally getting the flowers deserved. He was left off all the lists at the beginning of the season after like the first like three or four weeks. And I was like, what? I'm going to be so <laughs> sick if Spencer Strider steals this Cy Young from him. Obviously, there's a lot of season to go. Like, yeah, he's got to earn it still, but. People out here don't get the love they deserve. Yep. That's, that's nothing new. Absolutely. Um, that's just the life of being an Arizona sports fan. You know what else is good thing for... <laughs> I can't, you know what I else can't, is the life of being I, an Arizona sports I can't, fan? I can't. You know, days you guys at the know pool, what's coming. Days at the pool, outside, shirt off. You need to be groomed. You need to be. You need to keep it clean. I've been hitting the gym recently, and, uh, you know, I, I got I to gotta clean all this up so you can really see the definition. <laughs> you know, I, I, Totri's, been, Totri's been training me up. I need to I need to show it off. Maybe show you the legs so you can see the the calves. Mine are better than Shane's. Trust. Um, and you can't just use any any tool. <laughs> let's not let's not lie. Okay, let's <laughs> not lie. These puppies are. I'm nice. getting there. I'm getting there. Um, you, you, but you can't just use any tool. You know, keep yourself groomed and clean. Show off them muscles. That definition. Mm-hmm. There's only one. There it's is Manscaped. just one. It's Manscaped. You know what the vibes are. Um, <laughs> they have all the best tools for men's grooming. You know, they have a new performance package 4.0, the lawnmower 4.0. It's waterproof, cordless body trimmer technology. Um, and they got their weed whacker um, because, you know, no one likes nose hairs. And I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I have my nose hairs can get, they can get Jumanji up in here. They can get a little crazy. <laughs> Shout out Ma- Manscaped. Um, they got a bunch of, a bunch of stuff. Um, so. If you want to get yourself some Manscaped, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with PH or with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. I'm reading this because it's in red text because that means I have to trim your testicles with the besticles. 
Thanks for that, Max. I'm exiting stage <laughs> left. Elizabeth is right. I'm going to go grab my Four Peaks beer. Um, oh, my God. Jeez. You should have just left. I could have got the show oh, over it. No. Oh, no. It's fine. Um, I will say one thing. I'm so, so glad that I do not host a show with PD because his, oh, man. Roman, and his manscaped You would have definitely had to get up and leave. I can't. I, like, there's just something about the secondhand embarrassment that I suffer that I can't, like, be in public for when that happens. It's amazing. It's an art form, and PD is truly <laughs> talented, and I think he needs to win a Nobel Peace Prize for the way that he does those reads or something. Nobel Peace Prize. But for me, I can't. I can't be a part of it. It just it makes me cringe so hard internally. I don't know why. Um, so thank you for not doing me like he does you, the rest of the Coyotes crew. <laughs> I, I kept everything above the belt. Yes, above the belt. That's that's great. Um, <laughs> before we get out of here, really, really, really fast, I do want to say the draft, the NHL draft lottery Monday. is Monday. I am praying to be a franchise changing uh, day. Like I am going to put silver spoons under my pillow. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to wear my pajamas inside out. Leah's going to have to get her, her crystals out. Yeah, Leah needs to get her at. crystals going. Like I'm going to do some crazy things to. The pray to the hockey gods that the Coyotes do not get the third overall yeah, pick in the NHL draft. Just put, please, <laughs> please, just if you're listening to me, just put good vibes out there. Just put good vibes out there. Um, please give the Coyotes the first overall pick in the or NHL second. Draft. I'll take Anna no, first. No, because if it's not Connor Bedard, I don't want it. Anna Fantilli would be very good. Anna Fantilli would be very good. I'll pick it. No, if it's not Connor Bedard, I don't. I would want like it. Connor Bedard a lot, though. That'd um, be very fun. Are you worried about this draft lottery? Are you stressed at all? Oh, um, of a little course. bit, maybe. It's the Coyotes. Yeah, they never. But there's no point in stressing out about it. We can talk about this next week, out and after we we know. Yes. Maybe they'll get. Maybe they'll get some good luck. We'll Obviously, see. we don't know what's going to happen. It is a draft lottery for a reason, which I hate. I'm sorry. I'm just going to put this out here now. I hate draft lottery style. Like, mm. can we not? Can yeah. we not do it a lottery uh, style? I go back and forth because I do. You can't. Can't just have teams out here tanking. I I would honestly rather watch teams tank than have my fate decided by a little fucking plastic ball. But anyways, um, we obviously don't know what's going to happen. We're just trying to play Oracle and predict the future. But I'm just praying, praying to the honky gods. Anything but the third overall pick at this point. Well, if we get the third overall pick, that is a massive jump up from where they are in the standings. I'll take it. But I would very much like a top two. That's fair. Um, shit the Bedard, give me yes. Connor Bedard or give me death. <laughs> but good thing is we will be talking about the actual pick that the Coyotes have on next week's show, mm-hmm. which you can tune into, obviously, at 1230. We will go at 1230 this time, we promise. Yeah. We're a little late today. It's because we're at BetMGM. Thank you to our friends at BetMGM for having us. Yes, very much. And PHNX Coyotes will be doing a live draft lottery, lottery show, show. Yep. starting at the draft lottery at 5. I believe we're going to go live at about 445 right before. So you can watch the draft and either celebrate or... Um, commiserate with us. Yep, absolutely. Uh, if you're in the comments right now, you guys are the absolute best. Connor, Fact. Elizabeth, Jose, um, Ryan, Joshua, Gabriel, Amelia. You guys are all the homies. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We love you to the ends of the earth and back. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Don't forget, if you want to become... If you want to come out here and hang out with us, A, you can. So come out to the MGM Sportsbook and hang out with us. We're also doing our cornhole tourney tonight. Yep. It's not too late to sign up. Grab a Hold friend. Through. Come out and play some cornhole with us. We're probably going to kick your butt, but it's okay. We won't tell anyone. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. We'll see you next weekend at 1230. Next Friday at 1230. Bye. <laughs>